What's up, 1550 now? Probably presents the rundown Love and Hip Hop Miami, the official, unofficial podcast of VH1's Love and Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am doing great. How about yourself? Oh, shit. Rolling the R's, man. I, Rolling was, the R's. That was my shit when uh, I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, when I was a kid and they had that Ruffles commercial, when they go, Ruffles have ridges, ridges. I was like, can y'all do that? And I blew, it blew my mind that people couldn't roll their R's. And then I thought to myself, like, but what about Spanish speaking people? There's like, like, don't all, I thought that was like a requirement <laughs> that you have to be able to roll your R's <laughs> to speak Spanish. But there's things I can't do. I can't whistle uh, at all. And is there anything else? Because I, I learned how to snap my fingers later. And then, oh, you know what I wanted to do as a kid? I wanted to pop my gum. And I wanted my mom to teach me. And she was like, that's what girls do. I was like, oh. I was just... going to say, why do you want to know how to pop your Because as a, as a little kid, I was like, that was a dope noise. And so I, and I, and I, I used ain't to, popped gum in so damn long. And I used to make so many noises with my tongue. Like, I, so, like, Did you I, ever figure it out? No, nah, I, I gave I didn't care. Really? I figured yeah. you just figured it out on your own. No, like I can do, and a lot of people can do that. But then I can, and a lot of people can't do that one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll just do, I'll just do that instead. Anyway, Love and Hip Hop Miami, season four, episode two. This one is called Island Time. Thoughts <laughs> on a modern um, Did she lose some weight? Uh, yes, she did. She looked good. Yes. Yep. Here are my thoughts. The relationship, the relationship between Amara and her mama is a lot for me. Okay. I know, and I'm close with my mom, so like, I get it. But it is a lot. It, like, it's like her mom don't want her to be with anybody. Yeah, she wasn't a fan of MJ. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem like she's not a fan of of Alan. I mean, she gave us it's a love hate thing. I but, also also ahead. find it very weird weird that Amara is so fucking comfortable with her mom. Like the kissing tongue, long kisses down know. the throat. Yeah. Your man coming in half naked with shirt and like no shirt and <laughs> like I ain't never that comfortable with my mama. Never. Yeah. She's like, kiss, I don't need kiss like if, if I'm if, <laughs> in front of my mother. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I don't know. It's just, it's it's a lot for me. All right. We start things off in Santo Domingo DR. Marlon Negro says, the, pandem- the pandemic gave her a moment to catch her breath. Check. Explore. Check. And travel? Huh? How she was able to travel? Now, a lot of people's like, yo, man, I miss traveling, man. Pandemic, everything got shut down. She got into real estate and buying properties and Airbnbs. Music used to be fun. Then it became work. And she felt like an entertainment slave. I, I see the cleanup you put on that. She knows she shows her mom some properties, but her mom is not a fan and wants Amara to come back to Miami. This is when we met. Uh, she introduces Alan. She met Alan, who was also a realtor, and they hooked up. And now eight months later, they're together. She says Alan and her mom have a love hate relationship. They tongue kiss in front of the mom. I wrote she is dignitized and don't know if she want to go back to Miami. She's definitely digmatized. Now, what I will say is I don't disagree with her mom with the things that she was saying, like you're rushing into this. 
et cetera, et cetera. But a part of me just also feel like her mom don't care who it is. And she like, I feel like it wouldn't have made no difference if she had met the same man in Miami. I like she was just found a whole nother reason as to why this shouldn't be a thing. Is it is it reality TV or is it weird that we don't see relationships grow? We just see them in the middle when they're in a yeah it's never like no it's just like in this particular case it could be due to the fact that of the pandemic right yeah because we have like spice in atlanta who dated the camera we didn't see that suki we didn't see when she met hers we did have a whole panoramic for a year and a half two years so it could be because we don't we didn't get the opportunity to see it It'd be, it would be nice to be able to watch relationship grow of like, oh, this is when they first started dating. This is when they bought the house. Oh, this is when they got engaged and look at the mirror. Now the, we don't get to see that on reality TV. Nah, like, nah. But you know what? Did we, did, did we get... And you I, see, I, you, reality TV that I do get to see it on is like Real Housewives. I was going to bring that up. I was using the Royal Week because I definitely didn't see this, but did you? were you guys able to see Candy and Ty's relationship grow? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know they and were Cynthia, married. In, in Cynthia Mike, and the guy she recently Mike, married, yeah, Mike Hill. Yeah, it's always nice when you feel like a little more connection. Back in and my, then you, I feel like you watch shit. Had like when she and um, what's the guy that with the white beard that she was Peter. prior to Peter? Thank you. I didn't watch them because I didn't. I wasn't watching Real Housewives when they got married, but I think I seen a bits and pieces, and I'm like. This this marriage sound bad from the start. <laughs> like the shit the child was going through, or however, like before, and then to watch them break up and it not work. I'm like, yeah, this makes sense to me. Back in Miami, Sukiana and her cousin Isaiah view her. I think that's how people feel about them YouTube couples. Mm-hmm. We, we when they break that. up. When they break up and people be like, I've been so invested. I've been following them for now. What? You got two different channels? I was like, I don't follow YouTube YouTube couples. Yeah. I I follow a person. And if they happen to get married and have kids, great. But I'm not following your relationship. Yeah. It was, I forgot what part, because I had the the feed up. Oh, it was Eric and Sierra. And somebody was like, couple goals. I'm like, y'all still do. All right, I guess. All right. So Sukiana got a store called Good Cat, and she reminded me of Jody when she was talking about these dresses, and she's like, "This is per- per- Peruvian silk," and I'm like, "What? What is going on here?" So she is set on having a baby, and no one's gonna stop her. Her mom suggested that she hire Isaiah, but she don't know if Isaiah can manage a store because he's too hood. But he says he's worked at City Trends, <laughs> Popeyes, and KFC. That's all his resume. He ain't got no cover letter, no references. This baby says Sin City Trans KFC. No, Popeyes yeah, and KFC. He said and KFC. Yeah. And and said it like store. It's like, <laughs> like Yeah, because he said he had like he said he had retail experience. And I was like, he only that's only one. I would say because the other one's is food service, sir. And that's cool too, but it's not exactly the same. I don't know if I would open a store. And then hire somebody who doesn't have experience. I'm like, I also nah. feel like I'm not opening a store as a performer and I'm still performing. Like if I'm in the midst of I'm touring, I'm doing videos, I'm doing this. I don't really have time to focus on this store. Maybe when I'm done doing some performances, if I want to have a store that you can physically go into 
at that time, sure. But if I'm gonna have some type of product, it's gonna be online. I'm not doing no store store. Yeah. I don't have the time to. You want me to just trust you with my business, whether friend, family, or foe. I just I have to be there for it to run right for me. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, look, especially that first couple of years, I'm hands on. Um, yeah. So good luck with uh, Isaiah Suki. Sheila Marie became a published artist during the pandemic. Her book Positive You is available where you can purchase books. She uh, she just she's just herself, and she invites other women to be the same. Her pregnant friend Aisha comes over. She explains how she felt when she lost. Well, Sheila explains how she felt when she lost the baby. She started bleeding. And she started playing music from this playlist she had for her future children. And she said, don't leave. But she knew at that moment uh, that it was over. These both her and then last week when Ace Hood talking about the loss of his shit. These are some emotional scenes. Ace Hood was strong for her, but he just said he was like, oh, fine. It, it came off as dismissive. I like this. I w- this is the stuff I enjoy because this is new. This is fresh. And Aisha looked like she got her head on straight, but I'm straight. But I bet you we ain't gonna see Aisha no more. Like, yeah, she's gonna have her baby. And that's it. Uh he shut he went shut down mode, made a smoothie, went to the gym, went about his day like it never happened. And that was a shock to her. It was triggering. It invalidated her, invalidated her at that moment. She knows that Ace has lost a child before, but he never got therapy there before, and he doesn't even talk about it. So um, she said she told Aisha that they thought she felt that they turned on each other at that moment and they should have been there for each other, should have been on the same team. They are hosting a Mother's Day brunch and the timing's not the best, but it is what it is. She wants a healthy marriage and Ace has to be honest in order for that. And that's where we left things. I'm like, it's weird because I'm as a as not a producer, but as you watch it, you're like, there's something here. I don't need the mama in the scene. These two are dealing with a lot, and we can a do lot, a yeah. lot with these people. Yeah. Um. So we go into the morning show. Trick is holding it down. Trina seems to be late. She is not in the mood. She's finally back at home uh, after the 21st anniversary. Uh, but this is the day she lost her brother in 2013, and this is the day she celebrates him. Trick wants to know why was her celebration in Atlanta? And says they would do one together in Miami. And he wants Trina's input, but again, she is not in the mood. She don't care. She curses everyone out and she stumps out of there. Trina, all right, listen. I sympathize or empathize for with, with Trina's loss. But she knows this day is coming. So mm-hmm. why don't you call off? <laughs> that, listen, the whole thing is inexcusable. I don't really give a fuck what you say. You knew you wasn't having a great day. When you count up that morning, I feel like you purposely don't have a good day. And that kills me. Yeah, with like, It's not like the day, the date of death changes, changes every year. So, you know, this day coming, you choose to not be in a good mood that day. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah, you my daddy died March 23rd. And every year around this time, I'm like, my daddy died. I make it a note to celebrate my daddy's life. I yeah. will not talk to people. I will be in my room or whatever. I will listen to our music. I would have a drink. It'll just be my time. I know this day is coming. I have planned this day out. It don't make no sense for you to get up and, and then use the fact that you're having a bad ass an excuse to be a bitch. Because she was yeah. just a bitch. Yeah, she continues. Trina, I'm not a fan of Trina the Diva. Uh, yo, uh, yeah like when Trina's just cool I fuss with Trina but when she be popping off like that was so unnecessary it escalated out of nowhere yeah like anybody even said shit no. to you <laughs> what, are you, what is that 
It's like you just woke up and was like, I'm gonna be an asshole today, and I can say, and that's gonna be okay because it's the year my dad, my brother died. Yeah. And I'm not trying to tell nobody how to grieve. I know that hurt. I understand, but you don't have to be a bitch to everybody else either. No. And if you know you're gonna be that way, then maybe you should stay your ass in the house. Yeah, you got you listen, <laughs> make plans to grieve alone if you can't be around people. Suki has a photo photo shoot with uh, her man Kill Bill. She invites the mom to the photo shoot. And Lori, her mom the says, "The Kill Bill is that a oh no, is that a song or a rapper?" Like, well, well, it name? was a song. And okay, it's, it's because we, uh, we when we was able to play musical on Gopher, we played. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, yes. Boom, okay, and it's the name of a movie. I know uh-huh. it's a movie, but I was trying to think. I'm like, it's Kill Bill, Kill Bill, a, a, a rapper, and is that the song that he did? That's nope. what I was like. Is no. this the Kill Bill? But that's the name of the song. Yeah. Um. What's is it just called an ankle monitor or ankle like the it's a house arrest device and she didn't want that in the pictures but Kill Bill like nah after the photo shoot he tells her they're gonna be there an- are some people who just truly enjoy being hood yeah they think and it's an accessory right like yo that's yes. your fresh they go with the J's look how I set them I'm like no bro like what the hell uh, he says they're gonna be elevated in five years in five years and they gonna have a baby now nah Lori says why don't y'all get married and wait a year they said a year. You want us to wait a whole 365? Lloyd tries to explain to them why they should wait. And Suki says, well, Nikki had a baby. And Car- like, first of all, don't ever let Nikki Minaj's name come out your mouth. Nikki was in the industry for damn near 10 years before she had listen, her baby. Like, what? listen. <laughs> and Cardi had already had dropped Bodak Yellow. So Lori tries to like, y'all not in that position yet. Suki. You not. And then Suki, <laughs> I get what Suki was trying to say, but this was not a good comparison. Where she said in her talking head, men can have children and that don't stop nothing. I'm like, they don't really carry the child. They like, exactly. <laughs> Nick Kenna had what four or five in this year alone. He ain't stopped nothing. His his body ain't go through nothing. Right. So Lori again just asked for a year. I don't know if she's gonna get this year, but all praises, Lori. You need the strength and healing. Rest in peace, Gookie. Trick knows how to handle Trina. He says, let her have her peace. He will be there for her. She's at the event to honor her brother. She holds her niece for practice, I guess. She tells Joy this has been a lot. <laughs> she said, I'm going to take you for three hours and they going to teach me how to be a mama. Yeah, that little baby's looking at her like, I don't even know. who I don't see you often. Who are you? Uh, she doesn't have anything to wear for tomorrow's performance. And this is South Florida's A walk. And Trick says this is going to be Gunk Day going forward as they release blue balloons in the air and Gunk's kids are there and Trina hugs and cries uh, as she hugs the uh, his son and his daughter. Back to Santo Domingo. Amara explains her issues to Alan. She is happy here. She loves music, but she also loves Alan, how he makes her feel. She's not a robot. She wasn't programmed to be an artist. She's ready to settle down and have children. Alan told her not to think. Don't think, think, don't think. Just say yes. And she said she doesn't deal with pressure. She has to figure out how to tell her mom. He's like, listen, I'll tell her. Do she did she date the same type of man? Like Alan give me MJ vibes. Like they just cool uh, uh Pape Chulo, Pape uh, what's that dude? Suave. What well, Rico Suave? That's what I'm looking Rico for. Rico Suave. Yeah, these cool ass dudes with those shirt on. Like just <laughs> um mother's day brunch sheila's a little bit worried about meeting blondie and his family does arrive first sheila's stepmom is there 
because her mom has bad social anxiety. And she starts tending to everything. She's pouring out the mimosas before she gets to meeting with Blondie. And Blondie kind of interjects while Sheila was talking to the rest of the people that were there about doing more events and being with the family. And she, uh, I think she says that her talking is she just wants to be respected as an adult and have a mutual level of respect with Blondie. Blondie says, this is some wild shit, y'all. She blocked her son's number for a whole year. Yes. You... You listen. This Couldn't not, reach out if he wanted to. What is this? This not your husband. This not your man. This your son. Sheila didn't know how to deal with their issues and didn't want to be in the middle of it. She's like it's like two queens in a castle. She wasn't trying to replace her, and she did acknowledge that she and her talking head that when Blondie tried to call her, she like I don't answer phone calls because I don't know what's gonna be on the other end. Blah blah. She felt Blondie was talking behind her back, and Blondie says we're not gonna do this here. We're not gonna play the blame game. Blondie says she wants to have a relationship with her and she just wants her family. Later on, they eat and Sheila isn't happy about how things are going. Doesn't feel like they are, there's room for her in this, in this relationship. Ace does this toast to his mom, how powerful she is, and how happy he is to have her by her side. No mention of Sheila. You think that was a miss? I know it was a Mother's Day brunch. But she was almost a mom. Like, should, would you have wanted to be acknowledged if you were Sheila in that situation? Because uh, uh. <laughs> I know it was because I because Blondie does say Sheila, you'd be a great mom, and the way Sheila looks like, yeah. But I don't know if that's gonna like. I just lost. I feel like she purposely was trying to bring it up. I don't know why though. Like if I if I just went through something and and nobody knows about it, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like why are you bringing? Because I felt like she was like, "Do you have anything you want to tell the class?" Yeah, yeah. She was like, "You'd be a great mom." What you think? You think you'd be a great yeah, mom? Yeah, like, like sis, why is come that on, on now. you already know. Don't we're not talking about this right now. We're definitely not. So back to Trina the Diva. The South Florida A's walk. <laughs> we have to call her what is what she is on the episode. Yeah. She's gonna be Trina, like Trina and she's cool, and she's gonna be training the diva. Either Diamond Princess or the Diva Princess. CO <laughs> is looking. I ain't seen CO in a minute. I was like, oh, this guy still. I think he's sometimes he's he's her hype man. CO was looking for Trina, who was thirty minutes late due to management. Like old dude was shiesty, but I, he was getting you there on time. He was robbing you, but he was getting you there on time. Listen, I don't know what's going on with this management. The event coordinator is upset. They would have to play it by ear. And then when he goes, like, yo, they need you on stage. All I can do is get ready, is get, ready. get dressed and get ready. Y'all got to chill. Like, you listen, you have right. But you can say, hey, I understand. I'm like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm going to be out there as soon as I can. I promise you. I apologize. No, she was like, and then she going to turn around and say, this event was important to me. But you was, I mean, just acting like, okay, never mind. Okay. So she says she was happy. She gets out there, does pull over that ass too fat. Uh, She she meets with the festival organizers who explains why it was crucial to have her here to reach a demographic demographic, uh, of 12 to 24 year old blacks who are having uh, HIV cases are rising in that demo. We end things back in DR. Amara and Alan meet with her mom, which is like, her her name is, they put Mommy Anna. The only part that I struggle with, and I I enjoy Amara, 
I enjoy her mom. Is that her mom speaks in Spanish? So I really have to pay attention when I take have my notes. Have to pay attention to the screen. I, take my I was notes. like, "Good I'm lord!" Like, I can't just listen. I'm like, "Gosh." Uh, Alan tells her, "Oh no, no!" So they cheer, they cheer, they toast to lots of change, changes happening in her life, and they were like, "Yo, we're family." And her mom said, "Family already." Alan was like, "Listen, I want Amara living with me in the DR." And <laughs> Amara says, why do I have to rush to Miami? I'm making money. I'm in love. And her mom says, yo, she objects. And Alan says, listen, she wants to start a new life here. Her mom says she got a life and a music career in the U.S. They go back and forth while Amara just sips her wine. And she finally <laughs> says, maybe I'm not supposed to be singing and dancing for the rest of my life. And she says, what about the sacrifices I made? You, uh, you gonna, uh, uh, so no no her mom says this and she's like you gonna get married give birth and become a nobody throw it all away I'm frustrated and Amara says I'm more frustrated I'm the one who's working traveling having no friends which like how you got no friends well we yeah we she acknowledges because her and her mom go to the strip club together like, listen I'm telling their relationship is just a lot like I think it's dope that you're super close to your mom but I somewhere something something. Yeah, you gotta leave room. You gotta have room. She apologizes and said, "Like I'm sorry, I'm not pleasing you. I'm sorry, my life didn't turn out the way you want my life to turn out." And she walks off. And her mom said, "You will regret this." And that's that's how we end things. Uh, next time on Love and Hip Hop Miami, Ace and Sheila talk. As I thought, Ray J and Princess Love show up. I'm like, yes. What the hell? They have an intro. Yeah, a whole intro. We dressing all white to help out Nori and like Neri. I, I listen. I, I I like Ray J and Princess Love. I do. But they have their own issues. You, if I listen personally, I'm self aware. If I had been through the things they've been through, I say y'all got to talk to a professional. Or I would say. Mm-hmm. I would I would hope that we would have talked to professional and I'm like these are the things they told us to work on. Hopefully that's what we get next week. Amara questions Allen, which I don't understand. Listen, maybe for content for saving this, because I'm like, why can't he go to Miami? What is going on here? Like, <laughs> what? What? And she and he was like, they did. He does clearly. Such a I've been making something work for eight months. Yeah, he did such a 180 on her too. It was like, but well, then go, go be with your mommy, go be happy. I was like, bro, what? Is and that on? becomes very questionable me to me as well because sometimes with people being on TV, I know it's hard to figure out when a person is genuinely there for you or there for you for what you can do for them. Yeah, Amara is a beautiful woman, so I'm not sitting here saying that he may not like her personality or not attracted to her or whatever. But just like that, in a split second, and on camera. You know, it's like you already put yourself out there. I'm a real estate agent. I look good. You already know what's up. So this don't, if this fall through, your stake just went up higher. Because now you've been on TV. People know who you are. Yeah. More people are going to be interested. They want to check you out for real estate. Like, so you just never know people really doing it for them or when they doing it for, like, they really do fuck with you. Yep. And then Florence L. Luce debuts. And for those who have not it's been so following random people on these yo it's shows. so random to me that every time they show her i'm like is this the same woman at the end of the clip when it's like yo man was sleeping with my blah blah i'm like is this the same person or something oh else? yeah i, I don't was know confused who... all right for those who, who uh are familiar or 
like have been paying attention when we have to do these double ups. These are always shorter episodes. Yes. When it happens, there was one time where they got to be a little bit longer because I was watching Marriage Boot Camp because they had a ton of loving hip hop people on there. There's only yes. one loving hip hop person on there. I will watch the love and hip hop. It only, I mean, Marriage Boot Camp, when it debuts, it only give you guys the Noriega side. I'm not running through that whole episode. Who else is supposed to be on there, though? Do you know? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, there are some good people on there. Uh, marriage Boot Camp. Uh, let's see. Nori and Neri. Uh, 11 Days. Let's see if they got the forecast. Da, 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 da. So, Mar- Hip Hop Edition. Oh, it has. All right. First of all, it has. It does have more people. This is the wildest part on here. It has Sir Brock. Remember Sir Brock, who was dating Sir Brock. Wow. And Amber, his bestie, who found out he was gay on the show. And then it's Moni Love and Tough. I don't know who. I'm Moni, sorry. Wait a goddamn minute. Yeah. Together. Yes, they are together. That's not even as in in a relationship. I guess so. But that's not even the big one. The big one is who Treasure. Remember Treasure? She was a uh, uh, young jock's assistant on his radio show and she got beat up by uh, Dime, Jessica Dime when they went to Jamaica or whatever. She snatched her wig off of her. Vaguely. She is going to be on there with Marley Maul. Now, Marley Maul is going to go to jail for a sex trafficking. I was like, how did you... <laughs> He is about what? to, yeah. He was he's supposed to go in next month, and he's like, "But I got this growth, and it could be cancerous. Can I go in November?" And I say, "Why did y'all put this man on the show? Like this dude is got." <laughs> Yo, y'all wildin'. Yeah, Molly Mall is. Now uh, he's sex trafficking. Oh my god! So he pled guilty in late 2019 to running an illegal prostitution service out of Las Vegas. And he was supposed to. That he was definitely violent. Yeah, so he's asking the judge to push his August 13th date to surrender to the Bureau of Prisons back three months to November 12th, and then he's supposed to serve 33 33 month sentence, and he don't want to go to jail because he's going. He was going. He's going to a medium, uh, security, uh, facility, and he don't. He think that's too much. I'm like, you thought you was going to go to club, man? I'm confused, bro. Right? Who are you? <laughs> so, I don't know how. Bears boot camp getting away with that because you can't really kind of edit them out, like edit out a whole yeah. couple. So, uh, and that's going to be, oh, yeah, that, there should be some overlap. It starts October 7th. So, it should be some overlap. All right, that is the episode. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. At Sassy Shell. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat. I miss with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check it out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace. She says, bye.